This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Has anyone ever slid into your DMs who shouldn't have? I've had a few dick pics, if that counts. Have you actually? Oh, yeah, gross. After Bake Off. Ugh, no, thank you. Horrendous. <laughs> the most wholesome show on telly. I know. And people are sending you dick pics. Sniffy, I'm hoping that your update for us this week is that you've started dating, sorted out all your financial troubles, you're feeling back to health, and you're less overwhelmed, and life is joyful. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> oh, yeah, just done all my 2024 things in the first month. Don't worry about it. Oh, I've okay. done most of them, though. I feel so much more secure with my finances at the minute just because I know the numbers and I know what's coming out and I just feel a lot more secure so just gonna whittle away at that debt and I feel so much better and I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who responded positively to the money episode but also messaged me about my like content on Instagram as well because it was very scary to talk about and there was a little bit of backlash which you know you can sort of understand but not but also therefore was just solidified the reason why people don't want to talk about it because I got berated for talking about money so it's very difficult but yeah that was good so that's a little tick health well laura it's only taking me one tissue to blow my nose today congratulations one tissue per time oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but like i can breathe (laughs) feeling good oh no i haven't dated um because i have put my energy elsewhere and that my friend is to (laughs) a six-hour history lecture at southern cathedral with six historians which was the best day of my life <laughs> i did see that your worst nightmare <laughs> no i got to second paragraph and i was like i'll come back and read that later yeah um yeah i haven't got the. oh it's okay i can give you all the i can give you all the facts no honestly it's fine no no are you sure <laughs> okay give us give us a very brief overview yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all right i know my audience uh all i will say is that we just love anne of cleves who is the fourth wife the one that he apparently saw and didn't think was attractive and divorced. She is the ultimate queen because she's like, oh no, you want to divorce me? Give me five palaces? Okay. And then lives her best life. We love her. That's it. I'm done with history. Thank you for giving me some time. <laughs> but you had a good day. You look really cute. And you took the notepad I got I you. Know, I literally, I know. I love it so much. It was so cute. and um, It was so funny. So we, I went with my friend Lucy. Uh, I think she's 28. I'm 35. We were the only people in that room taking notes. Everyone else was just enjoying it. We were sitting there, be- like busy beavering away, taking notes. I knew you are sad, but <laughs> bloody hell, mate. I have decided that I am a cool geek, actually, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I just add on to the sadness like a tiny little yeah, bit? Yeah, obviously. Again, I don't think it's sad. I think it's cool geek. Mm. I saw this guy selling something on Facebook Marketplace I really wanted and it was a whole bundle of these things for £4 and he lives near my mum and my mum went to go pick them up and she said, oh, Lauren, he was very nice but he was a bit geeky. I was like, well, what do you expect, mum? I've just bought 10 history magazines from him. So, like... <laughs> <A> bit geeky. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's good. So not dating but enjoying some medieval kings and queens currently. Laura, how are you? <laughs> How do I top that? Um, (laughs) No, I'm good, mate. I'm really good. I feel like I'm just kind of coming down off of that wave, but in a good way. Like I'm just feeling really happy, really settled in the house. Most boxes are away, bar four. And there's some stuff to put in the loft. But um, that makes me happy because I, as we know, I'm like a tidy house, tidy mind kind of person. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just loving life. If anything, I've just been a lazy bitch for the last kind of few few days slash week. That sounds great. And just, yeah, been taking some time off. Pretty much had a week off last week. Uh, I loved it. Oh my 
god how's the house have you furnished it yet or are you still like god no um we had some people over for, for dinner and we had no table so everyone had to sit on the sofa with a cushion on their laps <gasps> and i was like don't spill anything oh on the carpet please <laughs> and we also don't really have much furniture like so i'm sat on the floor matt sat on the footstool <laughs> um but yeah it's all fun <laughs> we'll get there eventually i'm not too worried about it and i'm excited to do it you know lottie drynan mm-hmm. uh, who i do the same dress uh, different bodies with I'm obsessed with her house. Like she's got the most beautiful 1930s house and she just has such a good eye for it. So she is coming over on Friday and we're going to do mood boards. (laughs) Shut up. I would love to do mood boards with Lottie. Do you know how I first started following Lottie was from her bathroom renovation, her pink bathroom. Her bathroom of dreams. Don't even talk to me about it. Like I'm obsessed. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, And bless her. Yeah, she's offered to help me. So that'll be fun. Matt's like, it would be nice Yay. to sit down somewhere soon. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Leave it with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. Can't <laughs> wait for it. Too excited a lot to come over. This is exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. We want house updates. But what I will take for updates for now is, and I'm asking you this yeah. because I feel like you're going to have answers on which I don't. Traitors. Honestly, it is I can't cope. the water cooler chat at the minute, <laughs> and I haven't watched a single second of it, so I'm very alienated at work. It, is it fun? I do, what question do I ask? Is it fun? <laughs> says the woman who went to a six hour history thing. I don't, yeah, exactly. So, could it top that? <laughs> yes, I'm obsessed. Um, I've just found out from our podcast producer, Vicky, that it's actually ending soon. And I'm like, by the time this comes out, it will have ended. And I'm genuinely really sad. Like, really sad. It's so good. And even um, I got my friend Heather into it. She was like, no, I don't think that's up my street. And I was like, no, you have to watch it. She was like, and then she was saying, (laughs) oh, like her husband, John, she was like, oh, no, um, I don't think like he's he's not really into it. Like he's seen the clips for it or the trailers. And he's like, no. Mm. And then she only went, she came over to see the house and she texted me two days after saying, I've been watching it. And john's been like kind of in and out she's like we're hooked it's amazing so i just wrote back in capital letters told you it's so good you need to watch it on catch up it is like yeah i think the concept is probably a little bit like when you see the trailer it does look a bit I mean, shit they're just in a castle and some of them are lying and some, some of them, them are traitors some of them are faithful it's giving tudor court if i'm honest laura the, the comparison well, yeah huge. it's in a medieval castle so i mean is it well, that's how you sell it to me, everybody. Yeah. And then I love it because it's the psychology of it all. So like how people, the oh. faithful's act and how the traitors act and how they try and win people over. So it's a real kind of like, yeah, just looking at how people act. So it's ending soon. I think by the time this episode comes out, it will have already ended. Yes. So is there a winner? Is that how it works? <laughs> is it like Love Island? Who's going to win? Do you know what? The similarities between traitors and Love Island, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> so basically how it works uh, is, I'm just so excited. I haven't been like this excited about anything in a really long time. So am i um <laughs> just moved house and released a book but yet traitors, <laughs> oh traitors everyone <laughs> okay so if the faithfuls work out who the traitors are then they get to keep the money and it, it's probably going to be about a hundred grand it's a lot of money and there's normally only like two or three of, of each like last series okay there were three faithfuls and one traitor and then yeah spoiler alert if you haven't seen the last season the faithfuls won but it was really tight and close edge of your seat like you know squiffy bum time like stuff and so if they don't guess and they think that everyone's a faithful and there's one traitor left then the traitor or traitors will win the cash pot 
So it's a lot of right. money at stake, a lot of money, like life-changing okay. amount of money. So yeah, I think all the way through, there's been a young guy called Harry who's just great. He's been great telly and he has been a traitor all the way through, but he acts like he's a young lad and he's just been everyone's best mate, but he's also outed the other traitors. Oh. Yeah, but he's he's done it in a way that it is really clever, but I think he's gone a bit, he's, yeah, potentially gone a bit cocky and... Anyone listening that has been watching, if you don't, I'm probably boring you to absolute death and I apologise. I think it's going to all going to backfire on on Harry and I think that Ross is going to win. There's my prediction. Ooh. Boom. Okay. All right. Let me know what you think okay. of the final. I would love to chat in my DMs about it because, yeah, it's just consumed me for the last few weeks. Thanks. <laughs> This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. I think it's such a common misconception that every relationship has to be perfect. Do you agree? Yes. People only really share the best bits. A lot, well, a lot of people only share their highlights, don't they? Like how many people do you follow online that share when they last had a row with their partner? Mm. Uh, probably me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you get through it together. But actually therapy can be an amazing place to work through like challenges, not just going on with you and your personal life, but also in your relationships, whoever they're with. So with parents, with friends, with partners, with work, like the list goes on. So for me, one of the best skills I ever learned in therapy, and it was one of the last bouts that I did, was thoughts aren't facts Mm. and your brain lies to you and we talk about it quite a lot on the podcast I talk about it lots on Instagram like how thoughts aren't facts if you are thinking something about either yourself or what people are thinking about you try and find the evidence to back that up that has got me out of some tricky situations let me tell you so just remember thoughts aren't facts sound advice I absolutely love that and this is why we're so thrilled to be sponsored by BetterHelp one of the great things about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online which is really convenient especially if you've got a busy schedule and it means that you can be in the comfort of your own home so all you need to do to use BetterHelp is fill in a brief questionnaire and you'll be matched with a registered therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge which is such a good feature If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. They provide access to UK mental health professionals with a huge variety of expertise and there is no referral needed. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash go love. So that is betterhelp.com slash go love. We also, we're this weekend, at the time of recording, this weekend, we're going to see Aubrey Gordon's film, Your Fat Friend. <gasps> I am so excited by the way. So we'll give you an update on that yes. as well. If you don't follow Aubrey, you yes. absolutely must. She's my hero. She's my idol. She's You're my queen. Must. Have you been watching anything on telly? Or have you been living under a rock and just snotty tissues? <laughs> a lot of snotty tissues, but also back to work and, and that kind of thing. Um, uh, no. <laughs> Do you want to know what I watched? Well, I had two days off work at the beginning of January because I was really, really poorly. And I watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which was phenomenal. Ugh. I watched two seasons. It was phenomenal. And I'm currently re-watching... Actually, I am currently re-watching How I Met Your Mother because I've run out of all my comfort shows yeah. and that was literally the one that's left. Um, I think I've got to stop. It's so unbelievably problematic really? in so many fucking ways Laura, like I'm, 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 oh. I can't believe it's still there for something that stopped recording 
maybe 12 years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. The fat phobia, there's fat phobia every single episode. There is sexism throughout. The Barney character, his character, the gaslighting, the abuse, like the the, the jokes made about throwing sexual harassment convictions at work in the bin. They're like every other episode. Oh, it's obscene. So I'm like, I can't do it. Sorry. So that's, that. sorry. I don't know why that wasn't the point no, of but saying it. it is... But like, I'm, I'm trying to go comfort mm. show. And then this show that's not that old, is awful. And it's the pitting the women against each other and, and someone cheats on someone and no one's mad at the guy, but everyone's mad at the girl. And she, isn't she a slut because she slept with five people, but that guy slept with 16,000 people. What a dude. And it's just so rife of how, what we grew up with and how our morals were all made. Mm. And it just was so interesting to look at, but I might have to stop. It's winding me right Gilmore up. Girls, you can't go wrong with Gilmore Girls, can you? Gilmore Girls is pretty, yeah, standard. And he, yeah, I might go back to New Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> can't cope, can't cope. Oh, it's horrible though, isn't it? Watching something from the past and thinking, oh no, I used to love mm. this. And it, yeah, it completely it's changes definitely one your of the worst. thoughts on it. One thing that I have just started rewatching, which has not changed, they've just revived it, is Gladiators. Gladiators. Do I have not, I didn't know it was back on. Yeah, and it is exactly <gasps> the same. So if you're, yeah, I mean, if you're my age or older, you'll remember Is it. Is it still got the Scottish guy that goes, gladiators, you will go on my first whistle. No, he's not there. But other than that, it's exactly the same. There's no wolf and there's no oh. jet. My dad used to fancy jet so much. He was obsessed with her. Um, oh, but no, yeah. it brought back so many lovely memories, I have to Saturday say. Saturday night TV. Of like, uh, blind date. Please help me. Blind date. Thank you, Jesus. Noel Edmonds house party. Oh. Baywatch. Oh, yes, <laughs> so much. So and do you remember? Back. Yeah. Back, suck. Yeah, right. But also, do you remember in that kind of Saturday night TV, and I think it must have been late 90s. Oh, mate, the whole Saturday night TV, yeah, Baywatch, Silla Black, all the things. Do you remember Man Oh Man? No. What was that? Oh, right. We had a whole conversation about this at work recently. It was Man Oh Man. It The whole concept of the show, guys, and please go to YouTube and watch a clip of this. I can't believe we haven't talked about it on the podcast. Like eight men would line up just next to a pool and a woman would walk down really sexily and then she decided which one she wants to go with and she just pushed the guys into the pool that she didn't want. No, that was not a thing, surely. I'm not kidding. And then, and then I think the winner would then get a motorbike. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Literally, it's this woman who walks down in the most, it might even be 2000s, like the the like the worst outfit, but that was just so peak outfit at the time. She was like the sexiest queen and just struts down, like, you know, flirts with the guys and then will just push him into the pool if she doesn't want him. <laughs> so anyway, no, you don't. I can't believe you don't remember that. We're the same age. I did not watch that. It sounds shit. <laughs> it's so it awful. Dreadful. It's so I'm <laughs> um, glad the revival of Gladiators yeah, is back. Yeah, it is good. It's giving me 90s. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yes! <laughs> oh, so much nostalgia. I love it. <laughs> anyway, as you already will know by now, because we've not stopped going on about it, we recorded four live episodes of Go Love Yourself at Bush Hall. So on the night, we answered loads of juicy Ask Us Anything questions, which you can now listen to on last week's subscriber episode. Should we have a little teaser? Laura, how do I politely tell my mum to stop giving me the Slimming World recipe booklets from the Sunday papers? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Bloody hell, mum! Is it because you know I'm going to tell her to fuck off? Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I think... Um, I would? <laughs> not, not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. I would definitely go in with it with a really appreciate the thought um 
And then I would just be really honest and say, like, I'm actually really working on my relationship with, like, food and my body, and I don't really... I'm just not interested. So thank you, but no thank you. And then if she persists, then I would just try really try and set a clear boundary and say, I've already said to you, like, I'm really not interested in that. Please don't give me those things. And then I think continue with that. Maybe always think, like, a bit of education helps as well, like, not in a patronising way, but just saying about diet culture and how it doesn't benefit any of us. Um... And then I tell her to fuck off, yeah. And just a quick reminder that you can listen to all of our subscribe episodes, which are, I mean, they're so great, but we're being modest, but we're not. Like, they're, they're brilliant. By subscribing to GLY Plus on Apple Podcasts or Patreon, and all the links are in the episode description. So we got over 100 questions on the night of the live show, and I think we only got around to answering about 10. So... We thought, as we have had quite a few heavy episodes recently, now would be a good time to answer a few more. What do you reckon? Let's do it. I'm so buzzing. All right, I'll go first. What is the worst thing you found in your handbag after a massive night out? Do you know what? I wish my answer was so much more juicy than it is, but I did have a boyfriend for all the kind of my like wild party time. So it was nothing ever major, but two things sprung to mind. One, uh, you know, one of those spontaneous nights out that it wasn't meant to be. And I went out in jeans and trainers at some point in 2014, right? And it wasn't meant to be a night out. And we got in at 5am and we woke up the next morning with just a full bottle of unopened wine in my bag. Why? Why was it there? Why didn't I drink it? What the fuck was going on? And then another time at uni, we went out. It's not in my bag, but it was just found in the house. And the origin of it was never worked out. We walked into the living room in the morning, just a pair of pants. Just a pair of boys' pants that didn't belong to the two boys I live with, that didn't belong to anyone that the girls brought home that night. On the living room floor, in the middle of the living room, just a pair of boys' pants that no one knows where they came from. Where is this poor boy and where are his pants here? No, I mean, that is random. Although I I will just say that the question was (laughs) things that you found in your handbag. So, I mean, I'm not going to give you a point for that last one, but fine. (laughs) (laughs) But where did his pants come from? We still don't know. It's been 12 years. Right, the next question is tips on taking a saucy selfie or just any selfie. Uh, do it when you're feeling good, when you're having like a good skin yes. day, good good hair day, good body image day, mm-hmm. good lighting, good underwear, like treat yourself to some nice underwear mm-hmm. and just get into it. Oh, music. I think music really helps as well. I always put on some good music, Ooh. like empowering stuff. Like I always put on a bit of pink or something. Yeah. Have you got any other advice that you would add? I do. I think the music's a great one. So uh, I've said a million times before, I'll say it forever. One of the best things I ever did for my self-confidence was learn to appreciate my body as it is now and see it as sexy as it is now. And one of the best ways I did that was by taking like saucy photos, not for anyone, but for Mm -hmm. me. And the things that I did to do that were I bought one of those like Bluetooth clickers, like a couple of quid on Amazon. Set up to your phone so you don't have to keep like putting your phone on timer and getting out of position and all of that. Go and get yourself a Bluetooth clicker, everybody, and make sure there's good lighting. Music's a great idea. And yeah, good underwear that doesn't have to be expensive. I think one of my little mini photo shoots was with a set from Asda, which got to quite bigger sizes, by the way. And just look at those photos. And you might not like them in the moment. You might not like every photo. But when I scroll back <laughs> to that little photo shoot I did in, I don't know, September 2022, I'm like, damn, girl, you look fine. And it's a game changer. And so just own it, I think, and take full body ones or, or cut yourself or or you can do not full body ones, whatever you're comfortable with. They don't have to be for anyone. They can just be for you. Sounds advice. I love it. Lauren, what outfit do you want to be buried in? Bit morbid, but all right. Um, I'm going to guess. Uh, hang on. Let me guess for you. Something grey or black. <laughs> 
uh high neck yeah. shapeless yeah lacking in all color and personality am i right yes much like myself <laughs> yes <I'm- laughs> uh that or my uh pink sequin ball gown i oh, wore to nice. the last yeah. love yourself show which is just amazing i don't know anything even down to like there's a, a summer dress that i've got that i've reworn a thousand times and it's white with like sort of red and pink flowers on and i think it cost me like eight quid or something and i just love it i feel fucking sensational in it bury me in that dress there's a little bit of cleave going on <laughs> A little like makes my butt look fucking great. No one's going to see that because you'll be on your back. But okay, okay. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know. I don't want them perving over my dead breasts. Leave me alone. Oh god. This is a. I'm going. I'm going pink sequin ball gown. Okay. Laura, how about you? Uh oh, mate. I want to be comfortable. Pink sequin ball gown. No leggings and a jumper will do me. Thank you very much. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Okay. Well, in that vein, like, what's What's been one of your favourite things that you've worn like in the last year? Like what's the, have you got an outfit in your mind that you're like, oh my God, I felt fucking phenomenal in this? A few actually. Yeah, I have, I've, Ooh, I've had okay. some really nice outfits this year. Oh, do you know what? Maybe it's that lovely sequin skirt. <gasps> it is so the sequin skirt with the white shirt. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Or that really nice green dress from Next. I like that yeah, one as also well. Yeah, a good one. Oh yeah. I've had, yeah, do you know what? I've had some bloody bangers last year. I'm just having a quick look from Instagram thinking, oh yeah, I'll have to dig that one out. I look really nice in that. <laughs> oh dear. Hell yes, mate. This is what I, yes. I, you in that sequin skirt was, I think it's probably one of my favourite things you've ever worn. And you, oh my God, that's also what you wore to the Go Love Yourself show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we're both being buried in what we wore to our Go Love Yourself nice. show. Love that for us. Oh my God, Laura. This is such a good question. And I don't know if I know the answer. What is one thing that happened on Bake Off that never made the edit? I'm trying to think of something that won't make the Daily Mail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they literally love it. Uh, do you know what? No, I don't have anything that's not juicy. I'm really sorry, guys. That's really mean, isn't it? Oh, that is me. You can't give us anything. Okay, okay. I've got one. It's not very exciting. But um, after one challenge, which was, I think it was semi-final challenge, we had to make a cube cake. It. I'm not joking. And this was genuinely true. It took 18 people to clean my bench. And I remember Mandy, the floor manager, came over to me when we were like, she was like, right, you can come back in now. She said, just so you know, I've been doing this show for whatever it was, 14 years. And she said, and that is the messiest bench. And that is the most... (gasps) like hands-on we've ever needed to clean so well done (laughs) i'll take that i think that's great who needs the bake-off crown babes that is all the glory that you'd ever need i love it so much uh lauren what were you like in school uh alison says that she imagines you were teacher's pet and i was totally over it what are you trying to say i'm a grumpy old git yeah i always was uh (laughs) Oh, okay, but still got good grades. Oh my God, this is so accurate. This is painfully accurate. I was going to say, mine is completely accurate as yours. Yeah, I was over it, but yeah. I still got good grades. I, If I cared about a subject or a teacher, I, I loved it. I put everything in. But if I didn't care about things... Which, your, which were your subjects? English drama. Mm-hmm. And then anything else, basically, I just did not give a shit about history. I'm so sorry. Science. Oh, I was just over it. And if the teacher couldn't give a shit, I was like, nah. I hated science. Yeah. There's no room for creativity in science. It's just all fun. I hate it. was so hard. Yeah. And do you know what? So much is like, is the teachers. So if anyone's listening and is a teacher, just all kudos to you because 
so many conversations we have, even in our mid thirties, are like I of people that I talk to about history. Like we like history because of we had good teachers. Ah, uh, so yeah, you, do you know it's what so I mean? true. Like, so yeah. you probably had good. Yeah. I always had amazing English teachers. In fact, there's something at the back of my book. I basically thank my English teachers and my drama you teacher. Did. Yeah, because I uh, yeah they. I remember once my Miss Dixon, her name was. She read something by Alan Bennett, who's now one of my favourite writers of all time. She read something. I think it's called A Lady of Letters, and I remember she cried at the end of it because she was so moved, and because she was so moved, I was same me and I was invested whereas mm. my other teachers I'm not all of them obviously not all men <laughs> were not amazing so I was just like well if you mm. don't give a shit I don't but yeah yeah, so yeah. but it was weird because like my parents would go to parents evening and one of like my English teachers and drama teachers would be like Laura's amazing like she's really engaged she's so creative mm. she's and then it she, they said it was like a different talking about a different kid because like science maths whatever they were like she doesn't participate she barely shows up she goes to the toilet all the time <laughs> she's singing in class <laughs> she's drawing <laughs> yeah but yeah were you a goody two-shoes then? I wasn't a goody two-shoes but I did uh, yeah I worked hard I was maybe I think I was a little bit of a teacher's pet you so were I so was a little bit but in a like in a way that I worked really hard I got my what my school reports used to say was like she works really hard she gets her work done really quickly she's usually the first to finish but then she distracts everyone else by talking <laughs> <laughs> oh that is so surprising just so, so accurate uh, but yeah that was that was my life but I just worked really hard and like I got one detention ever in secondary school and I remember it clearly and I it's one of those things and another time I got told off in year nine in music and I remember those two incidents very clearly you know if you're having like an anxious day like I'm feeling a bit anxious today if I go to sleep tonight I'm gonna think about those times oh mate so once a teacher's pet always a teacher's pet yeah I can see that for you but I'm with you on like when you're not engaged with the subject or the teachers and stuff like I did I don't know what was going through my mind when I chose to do a level psychology and I'm really sorry if anyone loves psychology I hated every second of it Same. I don't know why I did it for both years Same. I I did not do very well at all I just really hated it but then yeah history and English loved them and drama and performing arts yeah I loved them yeah nice <laughs> sort of kind of sometimes <laughs> what were your um, options for your A levels uh studied english drama and psychology no you did not yeah. <laughs> wait i did english history and psychology we're just that little bit i know my brother did like <laughs> i did quite well i got like i think i got like a's and b's maybe some c's and no, uh, yeah no. and my my brother did like um well, like he didn't do this but like quantum physics and uh, latin and like all the really hard <laughs> ones and like triple science and then and oh. i was just like oh no well well done but that is not for well me done. no thanks <laughs> Let's not work harder than we need to. This is it. I was going to say, yeah, I think I'll just have an opinion on an essay and I'll get an A. Thank you. Yeah, cool. <laughs> let's, let's work smarter, not harder. Like at uni, I remember all the people doing sciences had like nine to five classes and lab yeah. time. Yeah. And in history, my last year, I had four hours of contact time a week. Yeah. Same at uni as well. I think I had like six hours of lectures. Yeah. Because it was all like, read on your own time. Okay. I'll just go on spark notes. Yeah. Yeah. Which you probably had to, but best. <laughs> oh, Laura. Has anyone ever slid into your DMs who shouldn't have? I've had a few dick pics, if that counts. Have you actually? Oh, yeah. Gross. After Bake Off. Ugh. No, thank you. Did Horrendous. 
the most wholesome show on telly I know. and people are sending you dick pics yeah horrible but um i'm gonna do a total humble brag here uh this doesn't really count but amelia clark did slip into my dms after bake-off and was like i'm so sorry that people are being horrible to you me and my friends think you're great and then um that made my life complete and i was like fucking hell because i'm a really big game of thrones fan and i just love her as well so yeah that was amazing that was you cool. need to print that off and frame it i yeah. love her too i felt bad though because i mentioned it to somebody and then it one of the producer bake off got wind of it and then they mentioned it on extra slice and then it made the press and then i thought oh i feel bad because I, oh. I didn't want it to seem like yeah yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah yeah anyway but you learn quickly not to who not to tell things to no but anyway what about you um i don't think i have the only ones i get is like when you get the pervy messages from guys whose profile pictures is with their girlfriends Ooh. and i'm like you know follow or like photos okay you don't need to but whatever but to to slide into the dms quite consistently mm. and comment not just like the fire emoji it would like they're writing out text and their profile picture is their girlfriend i'm like that's that's not all right sir. that's not cool no we just do not agree it. with that okay what was the naughtiest thing you did when you were younger was it running through fields of wheat <laughs> um yes <laughs> no i can't i know i've been thinking about this question all day <laughs> I didn't do it. I, I I broke a door in year seven once because we were like play fighting with all the boys and the girls were pushing one way and the boys were pushing the other way and the door, this wooden paper door split in half and we were to pay 10 pounds. <laughs> oh God, the anxiety. I can't cope. I feel sick. Oh my God. I haven't thought about that for years. Oh God. Oh my God. That is the naughtiest thing I've ever done. I was, I was a bit of a make I was a bit of a goody two-shoes. How about you? Please help me. <laughs> I did bunk off school once. I remember me and my friend Juliet were like... We, our school had two buildings and you had to go up to like you walk five ten minutes to another building to go for drama which is right near the town and i remember i think we just had a have a PE or drama list she was like do you want to just go into town just sat the day off and i was like yeah all right then um and yeah how I old were you massive trouble 13 14 <gasps> yeah that's like year eight yeah it was yeah year 89 i think got in massive trouble for that another question is how long could you go without talking to each other and like, I was thinking about this today as well. I think, because we record uh, on the same day every week. I think if I haven't spoken to you at least once in that time, I feel a bit weird. Yeah, normally we're like, yeah, every two to three days minimum, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, and we're still really quite good at like keeping podcast stuff separate. So even when I'm, we're talking about podcast stuff, um, just between me and you, I'll usually try and do like a separate voice note that's about podcast. So I'll update you on life and then it's a separate podcast stuff. Yeah, you are good you've kind of got to like keep that stuff separate. Um, but I think we're pretty good. Yeah. I miss you. And I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you since. Haven't even come the... to the new house. Rude. Haven't even come to see the new house You chose yet. the bloody choir craft club and your history lecture <laughs> over me and the new house. I get I it. I did. I did. I'm very sorry, babes. But it's okay because we're going to Aubrey. I know. I'm so excited for that on Saturday. I think she's going to be so there as well. Like, I think I'm going to be I, like. Yeah, she's there. A fat, I'm going to be like. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm, I'm, mate, I'm counting on you as my famous friend to DM her and be like, hi, mate, I'm coming. Can we like come and see you afterwards? <laughs> I'm just going to come with oh, you. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be really starstruck, I think genuinely yeah yeah i love her i love her i love her i think the film's gonna be good as well i'm excited for that yeah very excited buzzing 
Okay, another question. This is a really nice one. So this is from a listener and they said, I've started to appreciate my bigger body and everything it does for me, but do you have any advice for non-size related insecurities? I've never come to terms with my acne and rosacea. That's a really good question. Yeah, it's a really good point. And we do focus quite a lot on body image issues, but there are so many other issues at play, aren't aren't there? And I Mm. think that... um, yeah, acne is a really, really tricky one. I really struggled with it. I was about 24 and I just suddenly got this bout of acne. I had to go on Reaccutane. I didn't want to leave the house. It was like really quite crippling. And that's not to, like, I don't want to be like, oh, it's all about me or whatever. I just can relate to it is all I'm saying. And I think it's really hard because I think, <laughs> sorry, not to relate it to being back to bodies again, but, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, people see it as your own fault. I think with skin as well, people think, oh, well, you're not eating healthily mm. or have you tried this? Have you tried that? And it's mm. like, they think you're stupid. Um, and I think it's also really hard because like you're wearing it and it's visible yeah. um, and people wrongly will think of it as like a hygiene issue when it's nothing to do with that at all uh, often it's like hormones so yeah I just I, I really do empathize and, and send you all my love yeah but a few friends who have had adult acne and it's really interesting to see the huge impact that that has on their self-confidence and it's yeah. not just like one or two it's, it's everyone that has had it mm. and you're right it's right there and 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 makeup can only cover so much and then it's texture and and you know one of my friends who would go out all the time in their makeup on all of a sudden was wearing full faces every day and that sometimes doesn't help and Mm. you don't want to go out the house and I just think it's so much more common than we realize a hundred percent and it's normal that that would affect your self-confidence because that seems to be happening for everybody I totally agree and I think you know it is easier said than done sometimes but you do still have to go back to the whole the way you look is the least interesting thing about you yeah. You have more yeah. to offer in this world than mm. clear skin, yeah. than a toned size 10 body, okay? There is more to life. No one's going to stand up at your funeral and say she wore size 8 jeans and had a thigh gap and no one's going to mm. say she had terrible acne and rosacea. Like, yeah. they're, just, they're just not. People love you. People care about you for who you are and that's what matters. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think that's lovely. Okay, last question we had. My daughter is nine and I think it's time to tell her all about the birds and the bees. How can I make sure she still has a healthy relationship with sex without it getting too embarrassing? Such a good question. Really good question. Um, So we've talked a little bit before about like our own experiences with learning about sex when we were growing up and our sex education. And I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. My mum was so fantastic and it's had such an impact in the way that I, my relationship with her, but also how I see sex, view sex, all of it. I just think you you have to understand the importance of that conversation and that's not to put the pressure on, but it's to take away the embarrassment of it. Your daughter is learning all of this and and conversations are happening at school. Obviously, I don't have children, but this is what my mum did. She got a book and it was a very visual book and it talked about relationships and it talked about sex in a really understandable way. And then that book, I've said this before, went round all the mums at the school and they tried to do the same with their daughters. You know, it's 2024, there will be tools available and books and videos and all of that available for you to have these honest conversations about them and not to shy away from it. I think two really important things to talk about, even nine is very young. And again, I'm not a parent, so I'm not going to say when is too early to not but I think it's important to definitely be on their radar is consent. Mm. Consent should be spoken about with children, I think, mm. as soon as possible. As in like someone touching your hair or someone like wanting to cuddle you and you want to say no. Yes, I so Consent agree. needs to be spoken about as soon yeah. as possible. I think even younger than nine now, they're teaching kids that, which is great. 100%, I think they do. I think they get it They get it really early, but that needs yeah. to be spoken about. But, but all children need to hear that. And another thing is... 
I think I was probably about 11 when my mum had this conversation with me, but the the pleasure side of sex mm. and you, you get kind of caught up in the biology of it and you forget about the pleasure side of it. That's really important. It's, again, I, I appreciate it's weird to have a conversation. Again, maybe nine's too young. I have no idea, but that's really important. Sorry. And there, there is actually a third one. And I hope this is this is becoming so much better than it was for our age uh, but actually my mum was really good and this book had had pictures of of this and conversation about it my mum was always really really good is talking about how relationships look different so talking mm. about sexualities and gender and having those conversations now your kid is a couple of years go from going into secondary school in which sexuality and gender is going to be spoken about no matter your views on it it's going to be spoken about and your child needs to have that information so that would be my bandwagon got on there endeth the lesson yeah <laughs> and definitely not you know prob- well, probably not appropriate for that age for nine-year-old but I would say like the thing that kind of was missing for me and that was what you said about the whole pleasure thing yeah. like and self-pleasure self-pleasure yeah but also like yeah making sure that you're happy too not just yeah, pleasing yeah. a man because I feel like when you're kids and you're talking in school it's all about like oh how do you do this how do you th- how do you make a man happy blah, blah blah rather than like maybe that's changed yeah I'm hoping it's changed I hope so I really hope it's I have no idea but that's what needs to change and actually one of my friends she delivers sex education in schools and I think they're kind of like maybe 15 and the conversations she's having she talks about consent and some of the conversations that are coming out of those classrooms are quite worrying because a lot of the boys and it is mostly boys unfortunately don't understand the level of consent like consent can be taken away and all of that and they don't understand the level of it I think yeah the consent the pleasure and the sexualities and different genders need to be spoken about as early as possible yeah no i completely agree uh thank you so much all of you for your questions i uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you want more of us why wouldn't you you can of course give us a follow over on instagram at go love yourself pod or get in touch on email go love at crowdnetwork.co.uk is the email address and we have a fabulous community group over on facebook so just search go love yourself community and there's new posts every day that people are posting on and it's just it's one of my favorite places on the internet mm, still it's gorgeous uh, and don't forget we release extra episodes of the podcast every single week over on goy plus you can become a subscriber for just one pound a week and that's where we share the real juicy stuff as well as ad free and early releases or you can listen to go love yourself ad free on amazon music thank you so much for listening guys and thank you for your questions and we will see you next week bye crowd network a place where you belong